Smoking and Drinking in Space is a proud member of the Earglue Media Network. I can't do it, R2. I can't go on alone. Yoda will always be with you. Why didn't you tell me? You told me Vader betrayed and murdered my father. Your father was seduced by the dark side of the Force. He ceased to be Anakin Skywalker and became Darth Vader. When that happened, the good man who was your father was destroyed. So what I told you was true, from a certain point of view. A certain point of view? Luke, you're going to find that many of the truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. Anakin was a good friend. When I first knew him, your father was already a great pilot, but I was amazed how strongly the Force was with him. I took it upon myself to train him as a Jedi. I thought that I could instruct him just as well as Yoda. I was wrong. There is still good in him. He's more machine now than man. Twisted and evil. I can't do it, Ben. You cannot escape your destiny. You must face Darth Vader again. I can't kill my own father. Then the Emperor has already won. You were our only hope. Yoda spoke of another. The other he spoke of is your twin sister. But I have no sister. Mm. To protect you both from the Emperor, you were hidden from your father when you were born. The Emperor knew, as I did, if Anakin were to have any offspring, they would be a threat to him. That is the reason why your sister remains safely anonymous. Leia. Leia is my sister. Your insight serves you well. Bury your feelings deep down, Luke. They do you credit, but they could be made to serve the Emperor. And welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we review the cuddlier, fuzzier side of the original trilogy, Star Wars Episode VI, Return of the Jedi, as we continue our run up to the rise of Skywalker. But first, he's the princess in the sexy bikini to my giant slug-like mobster. It's Crowley. How are you doing, Crowley? I, I don't want to know anything about your slug-like monster. Mobster. Ever. Ever again. Yeah. Ever. It, you said, said monster. I wanted to say I'm monster, but I heard monster, so that's where my mind's at. <laughs> Gross. And he's the inconsolable Rancor Wrangler. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? Uh, I'm okay. Um, I ran out of mint and all my oranges are rotten. 
Uh, so I've got myself some hose water and I'm ready to do this. Shit. Yum, hose water. Mm. Yes, that metallic <laughs> taste and everything. I, 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 did I miss something? Yeah, you so apparently did. <laughs> out on Discord, Rob is uh, yet again having his his uh, well having smoke blown up his ass. Um, so <laughs> he uh, he said he's enjoying a a mint water with some orange, and I said. It's uh, supposed to be a lime, you dork. And then he said he wanted something sweet. And then Jonesy from the Cantina cast decided to fluff him up even more and said that he basically was saddest, which I'm pretty sure he was being facetious. But Well, if nope. Jonesy's good at anything, it's fluffing. <laughs> oh, 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 man. Before we get to the pod crawl today, I did want to uh, give Kevin a shout out. He's a listener and left us some uh, uh, nice feedback. Uh, he left us a review on iTunes. Um, the title is Funny as Fuck and Quite, Quite Brilliant. Uh, he says in this review, I was recommended this podcast by Jonesy from the Cantina cast, and I'm so glad he did. Filled with filthy profanity that made me want to vomit just a little bit in my mouth because of the amount of laughter I did. <laughs> Despite what the guys say, they really do know their sci-fi. This is now going to be another go-to and essential podcast from Eargloom Media. You can pay me later, guys. Well, the check is in the mail, Kevin. Thanks for the uh, kind words. We appreciate you listening. And uh, tell your friends. Dude, he gets paid after I get paid, okay? Did I not tell you my middle name's Kevin? <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> Thanks, you're Kevin. Welcome. And Rob, you're not getting paid. I uh, know I'm not getting paid. This sucks. Why would we pay you? Like, literally, you should pay us Pod just for allowing you to hang out with us. Gold. No, no. I, I think that you need to look up the definition of podcast gold. You are more likely podcast tin. <sighs> Who's ready for a pod crawl? Please. Yes. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. The opening wall of text reveals that Luke is back on Tatooine to do some art shopping and he has his eye on a rare sculpture at Jabba's palace. Leia has also been eyeing the sculpture and sneaks in as a bounty hunter under the auspices of turning in Chewie. Later that night, she thaws Han out and reunites in what turns out to be theater in the round for Jabba and his guests. <laughs> Luke comes around a bit later and offers Jabba two droids and some threats in exchange for Han, but Jabba, being the mobster he is, decides to keep the droids and the scoundrel, and throws Luke into the doghouse. <laughs> Luke throws the beast a bone and escapes death, but not capture. Jabba takes his crew and his prisoners out on safari to the Sarlacc pit in an execution excursion party, but it turns out this was the big plan all along, and with the help of an undercover Lando, Luke, Leia, and a blind hand kill Jabba and his crew, dispatch the most useless bounty hunter in the galaxy Boba Fett, and blow everything up. Han, Lando, Leia and the droids head back to the fleet on the Falcon, and Luke, missing the swamps of Dagobah, heads back to finish his rock stacking and hand standing training with Yoda. Elsewhere in the galaxy over the forest moon of Endor, a new Death Star is being built, but is behind schedule. Vader arrives to get things back on track in time for Palpatine's arrival and demonstration. Luke arrives at Dagobah, and Yoda tells him that his training is complete. Luke celebrates finally being a Jedi, but Yoda reigns on that parade pretty quick saying that he won't be a Jedi until he faces Darth Vader, because reasons. Luke broaches the uncomfortable <laughs> topic of his parentage, Yoda finally <laughs> coughs up the truth and then dies. 
Luke heads back to his X-Wing to leave the place when his imaginary friend Obi-Wan shows up and explains that he didn't really lie to Luke about his father, he just looked at it from a different perspective. By that logic, from his perspective, the Emperor isn't really evil, he's just trying to bring peace to the galaxy in the best way he knows how. Meanwhile, there is a new super-secret rebel base and everyone is gathered for an all-hands where they learn there is a new Death Star and this one has a shield around it. The plan is to down the shield and blow the thing up from the inside like before, but since it's not fully cooked, fighters can do what missiles did to the last one. Han, Leia and a freshly arrived Luke volunteer to down the shield while Lando volunteers to take the Falcon and blow up the Death Star. Han and crew use a captured imp vessel to sneak onto Endor, but find some patrols that they fumble fuck around trying to take out. They get separated from each other and eventually all captured by the tribe of Teddy Ruxpin. The walking teddy bears consider 3PO their god, and through him Han and Leia convince them to help them take down the shield generator. Luke, however, feels like he's a fifth wheel and decides to turn himself in to confront Vader, but not before telling Leia that they are twins. Vader takes Luke to the Death Star and introduces him to Palps. On the moon, the rebels make it to the generator with the help of the Care Bears, but the imps were onto them, and bring out the heavy armor to capture the group. But the mini-Bruins are having none of that shit and fight back against a highly technological force with rocks and sticks in a story arc so implausible it had to be written on a bet. Back on the Death Star, Palps goads Luke into succumbing to his baser emotions and a fight breaks out between Luke and Vader where they both dig deep into their Jedi training by having their asses handed to them, losing their lightsabers, and falling off of platforms. Luke eventually gets the upper hand, but refuses to give Palps the satisfaction of killing Vader. Palps decides he's had enough fun for one day and does finger lightning to Luke. But Vader's heart grew three sizes that day, and with his newly enlarged heart, he picks up Palpatine and throws him down the garbage chute. About that time, the rebels finally take down the shield generator and Lando and Wedge take out the central core of the Death Star. While it blows up from the inside, Luke drags Vader's body to a shuttle to get the fuck out of Dodge, but Vader wants Luke to take off his mask and see what a life of drugs and partying does to your complexion. <laughs> Luke gets the hint, flees the Death Star just in the nick of time, the sad pandas throw a huge party along with the rest of the galaxy, because, why, and roll Luke has three imaginary friends to talk to now credits. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh my god, that is so good. <laughs> So good. All right, so like before, we're not going to do a step-by-step -step breakdown of, of the movie. Um, want to discuss the highlights, the lowlights, um, and and how you think this fits in with the rest of the lore. Uh, this is the final movie of the original trilogy, which personally I think is is probably the strongest of the three trilogies. Um, now. Yes. The, the the new trilogy is is pretty strong in my opinion. I know James has some very strong opposite opinions of mm. that. Um, mm. But I, I like the new movie. Nine's gonna have to bring the heat. If if nine brings the heat, like enough to where you forget eight. All right, cool. Like then you've got. I, I would agree that that because seven started off strong. It did. But eight, man, you can't marry Poppins in space. <laughs> We'll, we'll talk, we'll talk about, about that, that when we get there. We, we, I've got some theories. Uh, so, so yeah, like nine. If nine brings the heat, I don't disagree with you. But yeah, for right now, I believe that the original trilogy is one hundred percent the strongest trilogy of of the nine. Which is unfortunate the that this movie wasn't as strong as the first two. This is this is the weakest movie in my opinion of the original trilogy. This is the Back to the Future two of the uh, of the of the series. 
of the trilogy. Really? Now I do have you to You like Back to the Future I, I three better than up, two? Though. Sorry, Rob. Yes. Oh, who yeah. doesn't? Yeah. Who doesn't like a good old ho down? <laughs> um <laughs> No, not ho down. Not like Black Hawk down. Ho down. Ho down. That's not what it Shin, means, Rob. Shindig? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Shin, that's Shindig. Yeah. I thought oh, you just thought there was a hoe down. Yeah, there was, wasn't there? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so let's get back on topic because that was going nowhere so fast. How? How did he have enough time to build a time machine out of a train? Wait, wait, wait. we're not discussing fucking Back to the Future Tree Rob. Uh, podcast 10. <laughs> podcast 10. Back to Return of the Jedi. So I, I didn't look this up and I don't think I actually really thought about it before this viewing for some reason, but how much time passed between Empire and Return of the Jedi? I'm uh, sure there's probably some expanded universe stuff out there that tells you, but it it had to have been a few years, obviously, right? Because all of a sudden, well, okay, so, a Jedi. so you're saying you're saying it took him a few years to figure out that uh, Han Solo was taken to Jabba the Hutt, who had a bounty on his head that we had figured out in A New Hope. No, um, no. What it what it what it took Rob was several years to put the plan into motion to develop a plan that was cogent enough uh, to to actually come to fruition. Really? Because so, that plan so, sucked. So sneak. <laughs> they were winging it the whole time. No, they didn't. How did it? No. How did it suck? They got. They got. They 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 got Lando Calrissian in into Jabba's palace undetected. Uh, they got okay. uh, Leia in there, kind of almost undetected. No, no. I mean, she that's where they up. fucked up. She, she that's fucked, where they up. fucked up. Yeah. Because she had to thaw the handsicle. Like, this you know? is the moment I mean, that Carl knew he fucked up. And that was when she, she got him out of carbonite. If she would have waited a night or two, would have been fine. But she was overeager. She wanted that Han D. And so she got him out way too early. Oh, which is shit. weird because usually it's the guy who... Um, ends so way too early, way too early. I did some yeah. uh, research on the fly. <laughs> Uh, the film canon doesn't make it clear. Uh, he said that. That was the point other of him canon asking. indicates that it might, it should, it was what, what, about what four to canon? five years. I don't know. It just says other canon. What other, other canon, canon indicates that there is a, about four to five years between the destruction of the two Death Stars and about three years between the Battle of Yavin and the Battle of Hoth. So. So, so I want to let's just think about this for just a second. Maybe this is based off of <laughs> other canon. In the prequels, you are trained to be a Jedi from birth, mm-hmm. right? And you are not a Jedi until you complete the Jedi mm-hmm. trials. Right. Somewhere between, we'll, we'll just say, liberally, fourteen to eighteen years. No, old. I think it's probably. I think that's a I good. Think it's probably closer to eighteen to twenty-two. Okay. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm gonna go to with 22. sixteen to eighteen. Well, Anakin was up, nineteen in uh, Attack of the Clones. Okay, well, so you have to legally late. be an adult before you he can be a Jedi. Late. So they they get conservatively twelve years of training from let's just say six 
And even that was that was could have been too old, right? Like it was probably from birth is what you know. If he would have been in the Republic, we would have caught this much well, earlier. Let, let's say probably young two, yeah, young adolescence. Maybe not two. I mean, you can barely walk when you're two. So let's say when you're much more ambulatory and can actually have language skills. So let's say five, five. Yeah. Okay, so thirteen years of training. Luke gets what five years of like half-assed training. Well, I mean, it's and he's a and he takes down the emperor and Darth it's not Vader. even half-assed. I mean, he had what uh, a month he, or so. Yoda was a backpack. Yeah, he may have had a month or so with Obi Wan and what, let's say a couple months with Yoda. So he's had three months. Well, no. So if there's if there's two years, if there's two years uh, that 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 happen right between episode one or episode three and episode four. He doesn't start training with Yoda until two years after. So he literally gets three years of training, but he wasn't training with anybody during that time. He was training with Yoda. No, 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 no. Between, uh, between empire strikes back and, uh, return of the Jedi. He he went back to to Dagobah. No, I think, I think, between f- five and six, he went back to Dagobah. Yeah, Dagobah. After Good after blowing up the after blowing up the thing and doing his thing, uh, an empire. I think you know because they said, "Hey, we're gonna go, we're gonna go uh, look for Han." And it was kind of insinuated that he was like, "Okay, let me know when you find him. I'm heading back to Dagobah." Dagobah. See, and I didn't then, get that. And then he sat and he, there, and then and then they found him, and he sent his droids in his stead or whatever, uh, even though he was already on the planet, I believe. Well, that's so, what I'm saying. He, yeah. he at maximum, he got three years of good uh, of training with Yoda. Mm-hmm. See, I don't think he uh, got backpack that. training. Backpack the, training. No, it's probably you're probably it's probably truncated into. Let's just call it like I'll, I'll split the difference with you, and we'll say 18 months. Yeah, but I don't even think he got that. So the way I read it was when he left to go back to Dagobah after they uh, after they got Han out. He hadn't been back since he'd left during Empire. No, I think he had. He had to have because uh, he, he built a lightsaber. And yeah. he had no no nobody else to show him how to build a lightsaber other well, that, than... That was one my question Yoda. was, where did he get the knowledge to build the lightsaber? Yoda. 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 I think it's implied that he went back to Dagobah and he, he spent some time training yeah, with Yoda. I, I don't know. I yeah, think that's I think, a huge think, assumption. No, I think I think that's what no, happened. No, because he, he, was, he went back and he's like, I'm here to finish. He's like, let's let's finish my training now so I can go fight Vader. He's like, no, that is your like, like the worst Jedi trial of all time. Go beat Darth fucking Vader. Go, go kill your own dad. Right. Have fun. Like, how how shitty is that? Like all the other Jedi, they probably went to go on some damn fool mission, like a math with test with Obi Wan Kenobi, right? It was a math. What's one right. plus one? Four. No, nope, you need more but training. No, not not young Luke Skywalker. No, hey, dude, um, you need to go kill Vader and look, face the Emperor. So, look, good luck. He, he go, is, go succeed where we failed. He was the last Jedi that they had. He was the only hope. No, there was another. No, oh, fuck the other. The other, the other was too busy. <laughs> that's what, that's why she got Han out of Carbonite. I just covered that. She yeah. wanted that D. Yeah, I mean, she she was too busy. She was too busy looking for Han, and 
all that kind of good stuff. So I, I guess that's, yeah. she never got training. I guess that's one of the reasons I think this is a, this is probably the weakest of the three is because I got something totally different. And I've, I've watched this movie so many different times. I couldn't even, I can't even tell you how many times I've seen this go movie. Watch it one more time. Including the entire trilogy. Go watch it one more. I did not get that he had been training with Yoda in the interim between Empire. I think it's implied. What else was he doing? Playing with his yeah, dick? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's implied. It is, it is very implicit. It is not explicit. You are meant to, to, to look deeper and go, it's not like he could Google how to fucking build a lightsaber. Because, he, well, he couldn't go well, to Batu at Walt Disney World and fucking yeah. build a lightsaber. Like fucking Yoda had to show him because Yoda's the last one alive that could. Unless, of course, his imaginary friend is coming to visit him all the fucking time and training him while a force ghost, which sounds like even for George Lucas, uh, sounds uh, 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 like a big stretch. Kind of creepy. Like, it just doesn't sound plausible. And also, and also, uh, when he left the first time, he said, I will be back and I will complete my training. Yeah, he I told promise. him when he left Dagobah you know, the first so, time. Yeah, you're right. So he... He was in the medical ship, getting a getting a robot arm put on, um, and then right. it, gave his sister an incestuous hug. Inc- and, yeah, uh, I, I was like I said in the last episode, I was waiting for him to grab her ass. Well, yeah. but um, and and go, didn't hey, he say whenever Han's, Han's busy? Let's didn't do this. he say whenever he was going back in this movie? Uh, no, we're not going with them. I'm going back to Dagobah. I've got a promise to keep. Yeah. No, okay. Did. So I can see where you say I, I can see where you're, and if that's the case, that's just shitty story writing once again. That's what I'm saying. That <laughs> line right God. there makes you question where yeah. the fuck did he get all this training if he hadn't been back to Dagobah to train with Yoda? Mini chlorians. Yeah. But I think you're meant to. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I think you're meant to. I mean, I don't want to look. I hate it when Star Wars nerds, and I am a Star Wars nerd. So all you Star Wars nerds out there. Don't get fucking offended. Don't get your panties in a bunch. Uh, I hate it when Star Wars nerds fucking like parse every fucking scene and go through it. But you're right. That's shitty story writing to say I've got a promise to keep. If he is indeed referencing the promise that he made at the end of ESB, because guess what? Like if who the fuck taught him how to to kill a rancor uh, and and dress in black. I mean, yeah, right. He, he, Johnny Cash he is not in this universe. <laughs> he completely changed his uh, his attire from. And he had a swagger. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely tell swagger. he's had you know his training. He is more skilled than he was in the last movie. Well, yeah, I mean, he he was for, a light sided Jedi is force choking people. Wait, seems who was he yeah, force choking? When he went, when he came into the thing, he he uh, um, kind of force choked the pig dudes when he came into Jabba's palace, you know, because they were going to stop him. And he kind of he. I don't think he. I don't think that was a force choke. I think it was a force hold. Force hold. Well, I mean, they were going for their throat. Were they? Yeah. Man, it, I, seriously, did I miss yeah, that? Yeah, I Jason? must have missed that, that too. I thought he was just doing that kind of Jedi mind wipe thing. No, see, I, I, to me, it always looked like it was kind of like maybe not a choke, but you it know was what? definitely you, uh, you cl- you, pushback. You back. put that claim out there. You need a research on the fly right now, brother. Because <laughs> if he forced choked them, I think that changes the game for me. Um, and and uh, George Lucas is a hack. <laughs> <laughs>
Now, speaking of his imaginary <laughs> did I, friend did I say that, that he uh, yeah. was surprised to see come up come about on Dagobah after uh, Yoda died. I was expecting a lot more emotion to flow across his face whenever he figured out that Leia was his sister and, and Kenobi kind of confirmed that. No, but that's just it. But that's just it. Like, I've always, like, she always knew, right? Like, that's that's the line she says when he tells her. I know. I've always known. Really? Then that just I makes mean, so, it all the more creepier that he didn't have that, you know, oh, she's my I'm sister. Saying. Oh, I kissed my sister. Yeah. Right, and then fucking when when she tells <laughs> yeah, Han seems kind of he had just a plethora of fucking emotion that goes across his face. <laughs> like he looks, he he looks befuddled, then he looks disgusted, and then he's like, nah, fuck it. I guess we're all it's all in the family, whatever. Incest is best when it's kept in the family. Oh fuck it, I don't know. Fuck, it's weird, man. Lucas, I'm telling you, Lucas has some weird sexual fetishes. Yeah, you don't fetish shame him. Somebody needs, somebody needs to sit him down with like uh, Freud. Is Freud still alive? He did enough cocaine <laughs> to kill a pony. Rob, you got anything for us yet? <laughs> uh, so a bunch of people are asking: Did he force choke the guards? Because uh, uh, he he entered Jabba's palace where he's met by two Gamorian guards. To block his way, Luke raised his hand and the guards clutched their throats and fell backward. Um, so maybe he did more that of a... like a forced choke. Yeah, maybe he did more yeah. of a forced karate chop to their throats instead of a forced choke. <laughs> <laughs> Judo chop. <laughs> a forced uh, uh, throat, throat, throat punch. I don't... Yeah. I'm not sure that's a thing. Uh, that sounds like a that sounds like a, a, a forced choke with yeah. some, George Lucas is a hack. sort of choke some people are saying yeah. eh, maybe not quite a choke but oh my god so now they're just they're, they're trying to to explain it away let's defend george lucas's shitty writing yet again god damn star wars nerds this is yeah. this is just it, it's not it's the weakest like we've said it's the weakest of the three it's not very well written it's not very well put together again it just kind of feels like george lucas didn't know what direction he was going when he started this endeavor and, and this is where we end up when you say Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> when write when writing when writing a screenplay and you say Jesus take the take the wheel that you end up with fucking uh, think he midgets, went that far? midget furries. I, f- I figured he was using a Ouija board. <laughs> <laughs> Consulting the Whatever. spirits on where this story is supposed to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that makes as much sense as anything else. So, speaking of George Lucas and his toxic touch, I have the 2004 DVD editions of this movie mm-hmm. and the extra scenes that have been thrown into this movie mm. suck balls. Yep, they're terrible. There's not one redeeming quality about anything that has been added to Return of the Jedi. Not that musical what? number in Jabba's palace Ugh, was fucking fuck. horrid. It does not fit the, t- the tone of that scene at all. No, but this movie was for kids, and kids love that scene. But this movie was not for fucking kids. That scene was not in the beginning, or not in the original exactly. movie. Exactly. 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 But I always wanted to put it in there. No, you didn't, George Lucas. You just wanted more fucking money. Shut the fuck up. You fucking hack. Ugh. 
can we while we're on the subject of Lucas playing around with bullshit and just like I'm George motherfucking Lucas, I can do what the fuck I want. Like adding Hayden Christensen at the end of this fucking movie is a slap into the face to the fucking dude who plays Darth Vader. And I don't even know his name. That's how that's how much he's been erased. Sebastian Sebastian Shaw. 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 I was close. There you go. I mean, that's such a slap in the face to that actor, yeah. isn't it? Like, so he comes on board for for the first one for A New Hope, right? Episode episode three, uh, and he's like, "Hey, you're going to be the baddest motherfucker in the galaxy, right? So here are your lines. Say the lines. We'll get them in post. Uh, it'll be fine." And then, oh, hey, by the way, uh, movie releases tomorrow, and we 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 just got somebody else to do the voice. We liked his voice better. Yeah, don't don't uh, don't worry about suck. it, guy. Don't yeah, don't worry about it. It's fine. And then you know, fucking at least he gets to show his face on, in the movie. And at the end of the thing, he's got this redemption arc, which I don't have a problem with the redemption arc of the redemption of Darth Vader. I don't have a problem with that arc. I think it's fine. I think it's good. I think it could have been done a little bit better. It was a little too on the nose, a little cheesy, but whatever. The redemption of Darth Vader is a thing, and I like it. Uh, and all of a sudden. No, dude. Hey, by the way, I know, I know we had you in the movie for, fuck, what, 20, 30 years, man. But we just came out with these shitty movies, and we've got to try to make them legitimate. So we're just going to put we're gonna put the dude who played the young you uh, in the fucking movie. Uh, and we're just going to erase you from that. So you got, like, what? I don't know. Three minutes of fucking right. screen time? Never mind no, that it's old for- Kenobi and old Yoda that are forced ghosts. Right. We're going to put young Anakin yeah. in as a forced ghost. Because hey, that's when th- Anakin died. You would think. You See would, what yeah. I did there? Would, oh, that's when, that's when yeah. so fancy. Fucking dumb. Nice. Nice, George Lucas. Good but writing If that's there. when Anakin died, then that just totally eliminates the redemption that he just found. Dun, 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 dun. Shitty story writing at its best. Thanks, George Lucas. Yeah, and they didn't even bother to like cgi yoda or something to make him look no, a little bit better right like you know, oh let's I, cgi hayden in there and, and here's the thing like there's a big rumor that hayden puppet. christensen is in this new fucking movie episode nine if that's the case if he's in here uh to try to fight against the emperor because the emperor is the one who turned him or whatever i dude seriously i will lose my shit i will walk out of the theater oh you may ooh, dude we could have a force ghost battle <laughs> I will be walk epic. the fuck out. I'm not even joking. If this turns into like Force, no, no, Ghost, think about Force it. Ghost Luke and Force Ghost fucking Anakin fighting oh. Force Ghost Palpatine, I'm out. I will no, walk the no. fuck this out. Will, this will be awesome because, because they'll just sit there and they'll just poke each other constantly <laughs> and nothing will happen. It's treason then. Yes, I mean, I mean, the the emperor is going to be doing his corkscrew and bison and and, and just. It. Yeah, I'm out. Oh, I'm telling you. To make I this complete, though, both. we need we need Mace Windu's cronies. <laughs> God is my witness. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm telling the listener. I'm telling anyone within fucking earshot. If that's what happens, I'm out. I will walk the fuck out of the theater, and I will not purchase nine. I will never see the end of nine. Man, I, I hope cons- it happens five minutes. I will, the show. Cons- <laughs> I will consider the entire fucking story a loss, uh, and I I may burn all of my Star Wars merchandise, like including I, I, your uh, Darth Vader candle. I, I will go full Miami Dolphins fan on 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 this franchise. I will just burn it all. That is a uh, 
That's an extreme position. <laughs> Very well, extreme. You know what? Here's the thing. And I feel bad saying it because I know how it sounds and it's such a first world problem. But you know what? Millennials do this bullshit all the time. So let this Gen X have this one. You invest a lot uh, emotionally into these characters. And you it's not that you just grew up with these characters, but it's that these characters grew up with you. And what I mean by that is, is you got the first trilogy. You got I got the first trilogy. I got the second trilogy. And now I get the last trilogy. Right? Mm-hmm. And so it's supposed to... It's supposed to go with you, and you're supposed to want to follow this journey. And then we have all this great content in the expanded universe that they got rid of. Yeah. And so you take so you take that hit, and you're like, fine. I will give this up because, oh, my God, we're going to get more movies, right? Oh, my God, we're going to get more movies. And maybe they'll redeem themselves from the prequels. Well, you, and you, instead, you figure if anybody could, it would be Disney. Right, because everything Disney touches is gold. Like, every look at Marvel. And so when you get seven, and, and I'll be honest, I like seven. I like seven a lot. And it gave me hope for where how this series was going to end, how this arc, how this saga was going to end. Because it's such a it, it's such a great playground, the sandbox that that Lucas has created for all of his shortcomings as a story writer, for all of his shortcomings as a director, for all of his shortcomings as a literal human being. Uh, this is a great sandbox that he's come up with. And so to have these people like J.J. Abrams take it over and Disney take it over, like you're very excited for it. And Seven gave me hope because it mirrored four or three, uh, four, such a lot, a new hope. It mirrored that. And, and the you know, and we can go through that in the next episode, right? It, it mirrored it a lot. And I was very hopeful that Eight would be the new Empire Strikes Back, that it would set a cinematic standard for what a, for what a sequel should be, for what the middle movie should be. And instead, what we got was such utter shit that it gives two a run for its money for worst movie in the franchise. And literally, in my mind, gives it a run for, for, uh, for its money with, with terrible, terrible, terrible movies that uh, I wouldn't watch on Netflix when I'm fucking bored out of my mind at 3 a.m. Well, I'm really looking forward to getting your perspective on eight because I have theories on what they were trying to do with eight. I think they executed them fairly poorly. Um, and I, I have a theory on what they're trying to do with the, the new trilogy. And there's a lot of parallels that happen with the first movie and the original three, which I'll get into in the next episode. Uh, that'll, that'll be a, a really interesting dissection there. But I, I'm I'm really looking forward to hearing your perspective because I've I've heard this a, a few different times, and I I want to you know let you know how I think about it and see if that kind of changes your mind or it it, it won't and I'll tell you I, I'll, I'll tell you why I, I mean I'll, rep- I'll 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 go more in depth into this story for that episode but I walked out of eight going okay all right it's not bad it's not bad I'm I'm still hopeful for nine. And the more I thought about it and the more certain scenes went over in my mind and the second time I watched it, I I left angry, angry. Like I was trying to defend it to people. And then I saw all the things that they saw magnified and and I got angry and I got very sad for where the series is going. I got very sad for a lot of the, 
things that were in it, and I and I'm not hopeful for nine. I'll be honest. I don't think I, with as good of a job as JJ did uh, with seven, I, I I'm not hopeful that he'll be able to bring it back uh, for nine. So you're supposed to be able to to. Like you're invested in these characters, right? After nine fucking movies, I don't care if you think they're made for kids or not. After all of the expanded universe, all of the TV shows, all of the cartoons, and, and, and all of the merchandise, and all the, you know, for years, right? We were we, there wasn't Star Wars, and so you're trying to pull everything you can, right? I, like I have so much Star Wars memorabilia. I have a I have a signed uh, Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher have signed. Uh, picture from when they were right as they were jumping off of uh, of the barge. I have it framed. It's one of my. Uh, it's the piece de la resistance uh, of my collection. You wouldn't burn that. No, I won't. I won't burn that. <laughs> I, I will burn sell it. That, if you, I will I'll sell it. it. I will sell the shit out of oh. that. Because I'm invested. How, how much blowjobs do I have to give you? <laughs> I a lot. <laughs> I remember. I remember when the dark times. I remember when there wasn't Star Wars content. I remember when we were waiting for books to come out. I remember before the internet, and you you, you know you don't know these when who's writing what and who these authors are and how you, all this information you can find and, and fan fiction and all of that. I remember not having that Usenet. So it's nice to it's nice to have that now. So yeah, I'm invested in it, and I I, I feel like it's a disservice to dismiss that with Star Wars fans. I feel like that's a disservice to discount uh, this emotional journey that we've been on with the franchise. And so when we take some of these things very personally, uh, the shitty story writing, uh, the uh, the terrible arcs, uh, the poor fucking dialogue, uh, the, the, the stoic acting, Jar Jar, like when we take this stuff personally, Mary Poppins in space. Like you got to give us a pass because you're not taking into account that for my entire life, like this has been a big part of it. And it's been a big part of it for a lot of people. This story, it's a great story. This original trilogy, fantastic story. It's a story that captured the hearts and minds of, of an entire generation of an, of a fuck an entire planet. So you got to give us a pass when we're when we when we get emotional about it. I mean, you just do. I, I get it. Like if you're a normie and you're not into sci-fi, like fine, what the fuck ever. I don't care. Go watch your fucking sports. I don't give a fuck. Like I watch sports too, but I'm more passionate about Star Wars than I am sports. So you know what? When you get all mad because Roger Goodell's a fucking clown, guess yeah, what? He is. I get mad because George Lucas is a fucking clown. Yeah, he is. Right? They're both clowns. They went to clown school together. I have proof. <laughs> And that's really, that's all I was trying to say is that it's an emotional thing for us. And so you got to give us a pass. Like as much as I like to, to poo-poo shit and punch down on things and act a fool on the podcast, like I'm being serious here. Like you've got to give guys like me a pass when I'm, when I'm passionate and when I'm telling you why it's shit. Like my opinion is just as valid as anybody else's. Don't start. I'm not going to start that <laughs> again, but I'm just start. saying. You can't discount it and go, well, you're not taking into account that it's for kids. Fuck you. I grew up with it. I, it was here when I was a kid. It, was, it wasn't here when I was an adolescent. And then it was here when I was an adult. And it's been here with us since I've been an adult. And it's been both good and bad. And I think objectively we can look at some things and go, this is shitty storytelling. But was this shitty storytelling back when you saw it the first time? 
Yes. I didn't like the Ewoks. That's, I never liked the Ewoks. Well, okay. Right. I never did. I, I saw so I saw Return of the Jedi in the theater. I was not. I was not a big fan of the Ewoks. Yeah. Neither they was freaked I. me out. I mean, I thought they were I thought they were okay. I mean, I was what, seven years old when this when I saw this in I the think theater. I was eight. Yeah, eight, seven or eight or yeah. year, somewhere around there. And they were okay, but I mean, teddy bears aren't really my thing. Have never really been my right. thing. So, eh. I didn't want to fucking had care about running around. Onesie? What? No. You didn't have an Ewok onesie? No, I did not. Oh my god! <laughs> did you? No, Rob, I, I I'd I like didn't. to see a picture. I don't. Uh, I don't yeah. have one. It just—it made literal no sense to me as a kid, as a seven or eight-year-old kid. Blasters beat rocks. Like I knew rock paper scissors, right? Yeah. Like you ever play rock paper scissor blaster? Well, yeah, we did rock, paper, scissor, gun, but yeah, sure. Right. Guess which one wins every time. Uh, yeah, the, the gun. It was the cheating way of <laughs> Only winning. Only if that. you draw first. Only if you draw Whatever. first. Whatever. That's not how it's that just, works. Bang. It's just so nonsensical. Even for a child, it was nonsensical. And and that, how did they get all those traps set up? Yeah, ahead of that time? was exactly. that was what I was gonna bring up was they seemed well uh prepared. For an imperial assault for people who didn't know that the imperials were going to be assaulting. Well, you know they had a they had a shaman. Um, well, no, it was a it was a <laughs> probably a peyote or what is that po- peyote? Peyote. Dude, the, peyote. There you go. They had that. He uh, said it for him, uh, and he still geez. mispronounced it. And he still yeah, peyote. It's uh, peyote. peyote. You peyote. Um, <laughs> Uh, they had a pace picante party, and then um, you what know, the fuck, Where they were did still salsa come in. I, I guess this know. was filmed in San Antonio. Uh, I don't know, New York City, <laughs> New York City. Um, you know, so so they have their little party, and then the I guess fuck? they were still just they were so wired that they just went out and they go, hey guys, guys, let's build traps, yeah. <laughs> Let's do some traps. Did you just go full Beavis on this? <laughs> Let's go build some traps, bud. Dude, everybody traps. sounds like that traps. when they're stoned on paste picante oh. sauce. Oh. I don't, how do you get stoned on paste picante sauce? Only Rob would be able to do that. <laughs> what, did, did you did you mean to say picante and not peyote? Yeah, I did. When do I you said know what peyote <laughs> is? <laughs> yes, because that would make more sense than paste picante. <laughs> I know what I know what peyote is. It's what is peyote, what, Rob? Dude, it is don't. a hallucin hallucinogenic um, uh, plant uh, fungus. that was used during uh, the Indian times. During, during the Indian Native, times. Native, Native American. You can't say that. You Native can't say American. that. We've lost all of our Native American yeah. listeners. You know they still use peyote, right, in some of their uh, ceremonies? Right. It's well, like a religious yeah. thing for them. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. You're such a dipshit. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Look, I'm just, I am just remembering <laughs> what I, uh, what I saw during you Cowboys saw a and Aliens. Episode? Yeah, look, all right, so. No, Cowboys I, I and Aliens, they did down. it there. Uh, uh, November 4th, 2019, Rob <laughs> conflated peyote and paste picante <laughs> sauce. Like, I want, I want it written down somewhere. All right, podcast. That's podcast fucking gold that right is. there. And yeah, he didn't mean for it to be podcast gold. I did. But I, it is podcast I gold. I said picante on purpose. Uh, so one of the things I really, really liked about this movie was the uh, effects, the practical effects. Now, this is over yes. and beyond the CGI effects that they added, but just the models and the uh, cinematography with those models 
I had a slight problem with the Superstar Destroyer going into what I could only assume was the Death Star. Why? What 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 would you have assumed it was other than the Death Star? Why were you well, not? As, why why weren't you sure it was the Death Star? Why were you? Well, assuming? first off, so 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 first off, the uh, Star Destroyers were hiding behind the planet, right? So everybody, uh, the Rebel Alliance comes in. They're going to go attack the 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 Death Star. The shields up, so they go to turn around to get some distance. The Star Destroyers are right there. So you're telling me sometime between the battle, they switched positions, and they were literally fighting right on top of the Death Star? They were fighting pretty close to the Death Star. They were coming around the planet okay, so towards the Death Star, yeah. They were okay, they were so, using so the they Death take Star out, as kind of the anvil, and they were the hammer coming around the, the planet, trapping the, the right. Rebel fleet. Yeah, so how did the de- how did the Super Star Destroyer get on the other side of the Rebel fleet? Uh, all right, like, so in between. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, no, so is, it gets blown this is, it's up. It's easy to figure out. I don't know if you know how gravity works. So what what, what, what happened was sci-fi? Yeah, so, so if if the Dar- if, if the Death Star is large enough to to stay in a in an orbit around Endor, right? It's not it's not as large as Endor. But it's still large enough. It's going to have a gravitational pull, and and so they they all had to, uh, in order to get away from the range of the Death Star, right? They all had to go fight next to the Star Destroyers and the Super Star Destroyer, right? And that was the, that was that was part of the thing. So when they took down the Super Star Destroyer, it was either going to fall to the planet, or it was going to fall to Endor. It must have got caught in the gravity well of Endor instead of the gravity okay. well, or, or not of Endor, but of of okay. uh, of the Death Star, and that's where it hit. But how do you kill it? De- how do you kill a super star destroyer just by taking out the bridge? Yeah, that's a good question. And and I mean yeah. that 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 is right in line with the storytelling of um, reactors being in the main <laughs> hangar bay. No, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I okay. So I, artistic license, but that's I, not my whole. Yeah, but that's not my whole problem. But I would also say, I would also say, it's like this is an action movie. At the end of the day, right? Like you still have to suspend disbelief. So I agree with Jason that that the the practical effects were were good. My only issue was that particular scene with it going into the Death Star because they made the surface look smooth, and you didn't see all the 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 towers and things like that that they were showing during the dog chases. I think that was. uh, I didn't get that at all. I think that was the the surface didn't look smooth. It it looked, you know, well, it it didn't have as many things uh, protruding. No, not on that particular part. Not on that side. Right. Like it, that, that could have been be part of the, the mass Death Star that was still under gravity. construction too. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Again, it's just suspension of disbelief. Like so, in eight people were nitpicking uh, the the bombs in space. Right? How did the bombs drop in space? Because there's no gravity in space. There's gravity in space. Oh my gosh! Fucking ignorant. I know, but I'm like, guys, can we stop? Like, can we just, you know. Like if you want to focus on shitty things, that's fine. But try to trying to nitpick that. I mean, there's no explosion there's in no, space either. Yeah, and so, yeah, why, why aren't like, we? Uh, let's just about suspend the disbelief. Let's agree to to just say, okay, some things are okay. I mean, you're watching a movie where people have the fucking well, force. I mean, like, let's just calm the fuck down. for You a second. can easily explain that by all you have to do is give those bombs a tiny little shove in the direction you want them to go, 
And since, you know, everything is falling towards that planet at the same rate, that's that's how weightlessness happens. Those bombs yeah, will then ship. start falling at a greater ship, ship. Wa- uh, rate towards those ships. Yeah. No, I, not only I, that, not, but, I, I but those ships are going to have a, a tiny amount of gravity that affects things around them, too. Everything has gravity or everything has a gravitational right. pull. Anything that has mass sure. is going to have a gravitational pull. Now, most things are small enough that the gravitational pull is insignificant to other objects. Next Your to ash the has a gravitational pull that is not insignificant. No. <laughs> no, um, but... Wait, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I missed it. Jeff Goldblum's ass oh, has a gravitational pull for Jason that is not insignificant. Jesus Christ. We we went so many know. episodes without mentioning Jeff Goldblum. I know. I know. Right? I had to bring him back. He was getting a little <laughs> lonely. Now, I I <laughs> liked the way that they portrayed the imperial ships and the imperial bases as clean and well yes. organized and then all of the rebellion or most of the rebellion ships, I think the Mon Calamari ships were were pretty nice too. But most of the rest of the rebellion ships. Yeah, he just he just said calamari. No, Mon Calamari. That's where. That's what that oh, Jesus Christ. That's what Admiral Akbar is. He's a Mon Calamari from the no. planet Mon Calamari. No, he's or no Mon calamari. calamari. I ha- I might have that backwards, but regardless, yeah, it's a water. He's an planet. octopus. Why is Robbie I don't know. I I question that every episode. Because I am saddest. <laughs> oh my god. That's from a fluffer. Just remember that. A fluffer told you that. Jesus. Um did you notice, speaking of the ships and the how dirty they looked and how everything's reused, I mean, that's what they were getting right. at, right? Just the rebellion didn't have any money, they didn't have resources, they were basically Frankensteining shit together. Uh did you notice that there was a Jedi? Uh, a fighter in the eh, hangar. It was no. a pseudo fighter. I it, I think it it, eh, it it didn't look like it had been used in a while. It, it was, was in there. It was close. Uh, yeah, that was a Jedi that fi- fighter. That, that was fighter, the one that they used in the in the in the uh, episode three. Uh, that that they were, um, that they got on Grievous's ship with at the beginning. No, I didn't notice that. No, is that no, something they added? I think, no, 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 I don't. I think that was an offshoot of it. I don't think it was an actual Jedi fighter. Uh, it's also the it one that went through. Like it. It, it's the one that went through the uh, Super Star Destroyers bridge. No, that was an A wing, or or that was. Oh no, yeah, that no, was an A wing. Not the uh, Super Star This was Star one you it didn't through, see it in space. It wasn't in space. It was in a hangar. No, it was out in space. You saw it later <sighs> too. No, I did not. I didn't. Yeah, red I saw it, and it was white. just sitting at the hangar. It was. Red. It was. Red and white. Not, it was not red and white. It was it was like well, a maroon, maroon or a brown and and yeah. silver. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was out in space. It was with no. the uh, A wing. I want you to find. I want you to find that that okay. frame. Make a screenshot. That's you, your homework. You, yeah. Screenshot. For next episode. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that was there. Uh, the other thing that that caught me off guard uh, with this movie was um, Leia. Somebody needs to tell her to stop smoking Camel Unfiltered because her voice between <laughs> Empire Strikes Back and fucking uh, Return of the Jedi, like she went full on marred shot. Yeah, she had a she had a pretty gravelly voice. Um, <laughs> I think some of the partying that she did uh, in this time hey, period I, I was catching on. up to her. 
I need hold on, hold, I, I need a hold on. I need I need a I need another unfiltered. I right, just give me a second on. Yeah, it was pretty rough. <laughs> but she was Come still here, smoking give hot. Me so give me a cast. That's right here. Yeah, no, she was, but it caught me off guard because I didn't remember that. And then trying to my head trying to uh, reconcile Marge shot uh, wearing a bikini. Oh, oh my <sighs> God! Why would you do that? I didn't have yeah. that image in my head like ten seconds before now, and now I do. Hashtag you're welcome. You. Oh <laughs> uh, no, you no, you're welcome. So I don't see anything that has to do with a uh, Jedi starship. I see the A wing, but I don't see. I'll, the, you know what? I'll, I'll try to find homework. it and I'll send it to oh, you. God. Your homework sure. is going to. Well, be I'm that. not saying it was in space. I'm saying it was in in a space. It, like I looked, well, and I was like, it was Holy the shit. A. Yeah. So I, what I thought was thinking was the Jedi fighter was the A wing. Sorry. Yeah. No, I yeah. not conflating the A wing and and this. No, no. no, I will find the screenshot uh, and, so you're and talking, send it to both of you. You're talking one of those ones that is. Uh, it's a one man. It's a one man. Uh, right. It's the one yeah. man that's got the. It's it's split. Yes. The wings yes. are split in two. What are you talking about? That's an or, X-wing. No, not the X-wing. No, I'm talking about like so. You got the pod, and then you got the two wings on the side with a with a split down the middle of it. Right. Okay. Did you watch episode three? Oh my god! Look. Wow, that's you, a. Do you watch? I, any I don't of the think shit? he watched it. Right. Yes. I don't think he did either. Yes. So go look at at the 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 two starships that or the starfighters that uh fucking uh, emo. Yes. I just and, and Obi Wan were fucking. Link of it. Go click on that shit. Why do I have to click on this shit now? Everyone at home is going to hear me click. That's fine. I don't think what that it fuck? is. It oh, my God. It's up. a fucking link. You can't even just fucking put the picture in chat. I have to click a fucking link, and now I'm getting a I... redirect notice. Okay, hold on. Oh, okay, moving on. So, Crowley. Yes, sir. What I want to know is, is this movie more sci-fi than 11-22-63? <laughs> Well, let's uh, let's take a look at uh, what we know about eleven twenty two sixty three. What we know for fact, objectively, about eleven twenty two sixty three is there were no spaceships, there there were no laser guns, there were no there were no Jedi, there were no Sith. There was there's was not there wasn't even any space. Like they weren't in space. Uh, there was no space travel. Uh, what they did have was a closet and a diner and a guy who got cancer really really quick. Uh, so well, uh, I'm gonna Star go with Star Wars uh, had a cancer had had somebody that was smoking that <sighs> shot right. Episode six, Return of the Jedi, more sci-fi than eleven twenty two sixty three. My ass, a better podcaster <laughs> than Rob. <laughs> I posted the picture, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Jesus. Yes, those are Jedi fighters. Right. Yes, those are the Jedi fighters. Yes, you saw one of those in in the I, hangar. I, you know what? I think I did. I'll have to go back and look. I just I thought it was there. I thought it was a little thing. It would have been cool if they threw it in there. Maybe not. I'll have to go back and look. But that's what it looked like to me. It was in the background. It wasn't. Certainly wasn't in the foreground. It wasn't like a big thing. I'll go back and look. I'm probably wrong. Is that is that what you want to hear, Rob? I'm probably wrong. No, no. 
Yeah. I, look, yes. if I'm wrong, I'm willing to admit it. Because I'm Good. bigger well, man than George somebody Lucas. somebody does. I mean, Jason never admits it. Because I'm wrong. never fucking wrong. Who's got awards? Bullshit. That's, we, that's not right. We've that's got right. proof. We've got proof. Yeah. It's out there. Who's got awards? The truth is out there. I do. I do. Rob, who has your uh, Black Lung Award? Uh, Vader got one last smoke in before the ending credits, <laughs> so I give it to him. <laughs> well you know? done. Well done, sir. What about you, Crowley? Uh, mine's going to go to uh, Princess Leia for those fucking Camelon filters <laughs> between ESB and Return of the Jedi, because her voice, man, Marge shot in a bikini. You're welcome. Yes. Oh, I hate you. Um, no, mine's going to go to Vader as well, because after uh, after taking a bunch of fucking lightning uh, while throwing the Emperor down a garbage chute, uh, he sounded pretty rough. You could definitely tell that his normal breathing was was very labored and amplified by whatever breathing machine that just got fucked up. Well, just for clarification, I'm talking about the uh, funeral pyre. Oh, oh, you're talking about, okay, after he is dead. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck did you think he was talking about? Oh, no shit. I think he think I, he, I think he thought I hey, was talking Jason, about the guess same what? thing he was. You were just wrong. Oh. I wasn't wrong. I didn't say it. He misinterpreted he yeah no he was wrong the, when was i was wrong. talking about the yeah ending no he was wrong about what yeah. you were talking about that's he was i didn't say no, this is wrong. what you're talking about and then you said no that's not what i was talking about i was talking about this look lucas jr just admit you were wrong it wasn't wrong but we will move on crowley who's got your head lush <laughs> uh my my head lush uh is <laughs> code admiral akbar um, because it sounded like he was drunk when it, drop like no shit, Sherlock. Thanks for pointing <laughs> that out. Clap. He's the drunk guy in the bar, right? He, he's the drunk guy in the bar pointing out all the obvious things. <laughs> oh, a drop. Oh. Rob, mine goes to the emperor uh, because he had to have been drunk uh, when he was building the second Death Star uh, to have <laughs> an even bigger hole that a ship could fit through. <laughs> I don't think he designed the Death Star. Like all Regard- the things the emperor does, I don't think he's like. Hold on. Regardless, guys. he approved need, the fact that there. need to finish the plans. He approved the fact that there was a giant hole he's in the Death engineer. Star that a death that a ship could go I through. I did not finish engineering school. Well, that's he's a fucking shitty emperor. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, mine's going to go to Han because he seemed pretty fucking drunk whenever he was, uh, thawed out from deep freeze after, I guess we're saying five years between empire and, and return. Yeah. Yeah. I would say five years, but I, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was, he was so drunk. He was blind. Been there. Oh, bathtub, uh, well. bathtub hooch. So Rob, who's got what? your player? Oh my God. I was, I was trying to bring in 1122. 63. There was bathtub one scene hooch. where they talked about bathtub hooch, and that's what you focus on. Well, yeah, because he said it was moonshot. Anyway, uh, who's got my player, Princess Leia, for capturing the hearts and dicks of adolescent boys in her slave girl outfit? Okay. What about you, Crowley? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Princess Leia once again because she was hot enough, even with the Marge shot voice, to make uh, fucking Han forget. That her and Luke probably did the deed, or maybe she Han didn't forget and he was just into it. God damn it! If you mention Mars shot about one more fucking time and put that image in my head one more fucking time, <laughs> you're still purple hippo. Oh god damn it! 
So my player award's gonna go to Wicket. That motherfucker Wicket? was Wicket. The oh, oh my god. god! Did you watch the fucking movie? Which one's Wicket? Wicket's the oh one that initially found Leia in the forest. I don't know what you're talking about. Yep, 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 yep. He's he's no. the he one in yep, the yep. maroon hood that no. Nope. There's more of an orange. See hood. what you're what you're not realizing is I black out anything that has okay. to do with okay. Ewoks. Well. Moving on, Wicket was getting fresh with Han's leg. I mean, talking. Dude, really, he, was he was humping, humping the shit, the out, shit of that leg. out of Han's leg. <laughs> so, Wicket is getting my fucking player award. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, Crowley, who's got your purple hippo? Man, you know what? I'm so tempted to give it to Marge Shot in a bikini. God damn it. He said, but I won't. <laughs> well, instead, uh, who I'll give it to, I was going to give it to Han Solo when he came out of Carbonite because, I mean, that makes the most sense. But since you took that and somehow dumbed it down to just being drunk, uh, the Purple Hippo uh, goes to uh, C-3PO because I think he honestly thought he made himself float. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Rob. Uh, My Purple Hippo is going to go to the Emperor. Um, Specifically, I I like to think that as he's falling down that shaft, he was thinking to himself, <laughs> so this is how Mace Windu felt all those years ago. <laughs> oh, my God. So he was having some flashback moments of... Uh, I'm falling you know. down a motherfucking hole. Because Mace Windu played by Samuel L. Jackson, who famously says motherfucking everything. <sighs> Not, yeah. No, that's podcast gold. You two jerk off just didn't catch it. What about you, Jason? Podcast pyrite. It's better than podcast fucking 10 we get from Rob every fucking week. Uh, So mine is going to go to the, uh, actually going to go to Luke um, for, you know, basically getting, what, 10 seconds worth of fucking electrical charge run through his body um, whenever, you know, the emperor had enough of his shit and decided, I'm just going to electrocute you to death. So be it, Jedi. All right, anybody got final thoughts? Nope. Marge shot God in a bikini. Damn it. <laughs> oh. All right. And that's got it for Jeff Goldblum in a bikini. Oh, God damn it, I hate you both. That's got it for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Pod crawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at earglumedia.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter at status underscore podcast, or you can email us at smoking and drinking in space at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to eargluemedia.com forward slash status Patreon. And be sure to check out all of the other exciting podcasts at eargluemedia.com. I think I vomited a little bit in my mouth because I just thought of Mars shot in a bikini again. So this goes without saying, but the poorly thought out and sometimes questionable opinions expressed on their show are ours and might not be shared by Earglue Media or anyone else for that matter. I personally do not condone Marge Shot in a bikini. But you do Jeff Goldblum in a bikini? Absolutely. For this week, I'm Jason. Uh, I just want to congratulate the Rebel Alliance for causing a worldwide crisis because uh, the Death Star is going to be raining debris down onto Endor for a while <laughs> and hopefully we'll kill a few Ewoks along the way. And I'm mod shot in a bikini smoking a camel unfiltered. We'll see you next week, bitches. Uh. <laughs>
<laughs> we'll see you next time. Um, have you, neither of you two ever been electrocuted? Uh, no, cause electrocuted um, means you're dead. I have been shot. No, that's not, that's not, that, that is not, that is not an accurate statement. Oh, really? Wrong, yet shocked. again. I haven't been electrocuted. The, uh, uh, electrocuted, you, you want to know what the definition of electrocuted is? I, I Ooh, really don't. Research on the fly. Come on. Ah, fuck. Seriously. Right at the end of the show, we're going to do this. Yeah. yeah. Why not? You brought up Marge shot once. Are you shocked when you're hit by lightning? No, you're electrocuted, and you and you can survive that. So only because you're grounded. Let's move on. Electrocution is death caused Our by electrocution. Intro shock. and outro music is <laughs> uh, snack. <laughs> by um, see you next week.